Hi, I'm Ross Angeles. If you enjoy this show, stick a finger down your throat and throw up a rating and review all over your podcast platform of choice. Come join our online hijinks on Facebook at employee number one dash the industrial accident podcast. Look us up on Instagram at employee one pod. And if you'd like us to continue, please sign up for five bucks a month at patreon.com slash employee one, where you'll receive early releases, occasional episodes of down the hole and coffee mugs while supplies last. Now a word from our sponsor. Hey, what's up, my friend? What's up, good fella? You're looking for toe-sucking Todd. Dance fever, motherfucker. You looking for China Girl, China White, Apache, TNT, Dynamite, Red to Go? What? I just want to get my toes sucked. Ace the final test. Get some wooden chests. Fentanyl. Find the USA gasoline in the parking lot of the Walmart in beautiful downtown Carlsbad, New Mexico. And now, from the basement from hell, the game show where there are absolutely no winners, employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Hey, mister, can little kids listen to this program? Fuck no there, Junior. This show's for adults only. Hello, and welcome to employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Tonight's winner gets a lifetime supply of fentanyl, courtesy of Wooden Chest Laboratories, headquartered in the Walmart parking lot behind USA Gasoline in beautiful downtown Carlsbad, New Mexico. Ace the final test, get some Wooden Chest. Don't forget to ask for Toast Suckin' Todd to get employee number one discount at checkout. What? You guys want some fentanyl? Isn't that the stuff that kills you? Yeah, where did, oh fuck, where did it go? It was right here. Well, I saw one of the dogs on something earlier. Code green, code green, code green. It's when the stagehand, Pinky Pecker Jones, has to put Narcan in the air conditioning system. Off to a great start. Not, not only did Wooden Chest Laboratories sponsor the show, we'll start out with a new trivia tidbit, courtesy of our friends at Wooden Chest Laboratories. Did you know the first recorded industrial accident was in 1922, when Branston Chutney of the Plowman's Pickle Company stuck his penis into the pickle slicer? I don't they, think that's true. They were both fired. <laughs> Contestant number one Please tell us a bit about yourself And your favorite charity My name is Randover I once beat Bear Grylls In a piss drinking competition was it, Whose piss was it? I think it was like elephant piss or something oh. I also once won a gold medal In an amateur drug blowing competition Nice Did you get to leave your teeth in for that? So you're drinking pee And blowing in a jug Welcome to Arkansas. (laughs) And fentanyl. Oh, I see a theme here. Um, Contestant number two. What's your story, Morning Glory? Oh, he didn't. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm passing things up. I'm trying to cut to the chase. I'm playing for my favorite charity, permanently banned bow ties, because they're fucking ugly and retarded. I like bow ties. I do, too. They're fucking stupid, I think. What's your opinion on kilts? About the same. What about them little sock things? Sock suspenders that hold your socks up in those old movies? Oh, they're just kinky. That's just weird. All right. Contestant number two, I suppose now it's your turn. Thank you. My name is Munchin Herbush. Munchkin? Another fucking Dutchman. Uh, Munchin. I am a graphic novel collector. I enjoy dressing my cats up and taking pictures of them. You don't have any cats. 
You don't know that. Oh. Okay, I dress up stray cats. Take pictures of them. Keep it moving. All righty. Do you get the uh, clothes back afterwards, or are they just lost? No, they just run off afterwards. So there's just a bunch of scantily, <laughs> scantily dressed cats in the neighborhood. That last picture you posted, I don't want to tell you, but was an opossum with a strangely malformed erection. Uh, okay, I'm going to take your word for it. Well, I think you had the camera shooting forward instead of backward. Oh, you're a douche. Uh, my charity is for the love of Christ and everything sacred and holy. Could we please stop curb rash? <sighs> you lend your car out, gets back, one wheel is all tore to hell. It, it, it sucks. It's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Why, why do they make the wheels stick out beyond the tires now? I drive a pickup truck, and I thought the tire was taller than most curbs, but uh, evidently it's not. Now, I got a question. Did you do the curb rash? No, sir. No, no sir. No, else. sir. But why can't we just have a sensor or something to tell us? I, I know you're going to go with the curb peeler thing, but that's kind of like... That's not what I call them. No, I, I know that. All right. So, yeah, just figure out a way to stop curb rash. Stop curbs. Curb Let's rash. just ban curbs. No more curbs. It's easier just to, gutters right yeah, into it's the It's easier to plow right into the crowd when there's not a curb in the way. Just like do like the angled ones they have in like uh, neighborhood like cul-de-sacs and circles. Yeah, it's kind of like a ramp. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I'll sign your petition. Fair enough. You got a pen? No. All right. Well, my name is John Donson. I'm happy to be here. And what say for a game of chance today? The first person to answer this question goes first. Are you ready? Yes. Right. Answered it. I just answered your question. Go ahead. That's the wrong question. No, no you just said the first person yeah, to answer this fuck. question. Answer this question, smartass. Hold on. I already answered it. You... What's your favorite Barry Manilow song? Red. Is Red a Barry Manilow song? I don't know, but I answered first. Oh, I said that answer correctly. <laughs> All right. Munch it. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Damn. Tonight's categories are... Thick, fat, lazy, gross, sweaty pig. Or podcast hosts. <laughs> I'll take podcast hosts for a thousand, Alex. Okay, which one? Thick, fat, lazy, gross, sweaty, or pig? Wow. Uh, thick. That, that's quite a list we got there. Thick. Well, the research department's been working overtime. What do you see? So, what, like so it's minutes? all a Californian forklifts. Wait till you see what they come up for the California forklift special. Think it is Van Nuys, California. California. Yep. Investigation number two zero two four six nine zero two nine. On March twenty third, twenty ten, employee number one was operating. Was operating. Was offering himself up to the devil. Was operating the Diacro fifty five ton press brake to perform bending operations of an unspecified number of 1.375 inches wide by 2.1 inches long by 0.062 inches thick aluminum pieces. Employee number one was holding a piece with both hands and placed it into the press brake between the dies. He then pressed down on the foot pedal and the ram came down to form the piece. Employee number one's hands were caught in the point of operation. I think they call that a pinch point, don't they? Probably. Yes. When he activated the press with the foot pedal while still holding the part in his hands. This resulted in the crushing of both index fingers with amputation <laughs> amputations. With amputation midway below the first joint. Ooh. 
Employee number one was taken to the Valley Urgent Care Clinic in Northridge, California by his supervisor. Hey, they had an earthquake there one time. They made a sandwich out of the freeway. You remember that? No. The Great Northridge Earthquake? Nope. Yeah. All I'm hearing is this guy can't point at anything anymore. It's in a current events fucking podcast. Upon arrival at the clinic, someone looked at employee number one's hands and vomited. Oh, shit. And told them to go immediately to Northridge Hospital. Upon arrival at Northridge, employee number one was immediately taken into the emergency room. And executed. Where he was treated. Some little piggies went to market. <laughs> Some little piggies. Employee number one was hospitalized for four days and had surgery to both index fingers and treatment for the laceration on his forehead. How did this forehead thing? Yeah, how do you bonk his noggin? Yeah. I don't know. I have a question about this little piggy thing. Yeah. Like, when you hear that, that nursery rhyme, and, you know, this little piggy went to market. Yeah, you think they're going shopping. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's what I thought. They were going, going shopping. They, yeah, yeah, I always thought they were going shopping. They're, they're going straight to Valley Urgent Care in Northridge, California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. There are two penalties that added up. Is it one for each finger? No, it's not. Well, it might be, but it doesn't say if he's left or right-handed. Okay, so there is a penalty that's other, and then there's another penalty that totaled $18,000 that was graded serious. The initial penalty. Munchen. Yes, sir. More or less than $25,000? Less. Less, very good, $23,000. The current penalty, more or less than $19,000? Less. Very good. $18,000 was the current penalty. So I don't know if that's 9000 per finger, or maybe you got 10000 for one and eight for the other. Well, he didn't get anything. That's just what the fucking yeah, he got. Yeah, that's what fucked. the company had to <laughs> pay. Yeah, that's yeah. what the company paid. Never mind. Yeah, we, we've been over that. Right he just from got the a beginning. lifetime of unsatisfied nose picking ahead of him. All righty, John. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Herbush. Yes, sir. Categories remaining. Fat, gross, lazy, pig, sweaty. I can't help but feel called out right now. <laughs> Don't take it. I, I did clearly say it was a podcast or so. Yeah, I mean, I did not specify which one. Well, I think he said host at first. We're all hosts, right? Yeah. It was but he's like the main host. Uh, you guys get 33% of this host bullshit. Talk show. <laughs> 30, I don't want 33% of this shit show. Turkey tree and a turd, as they I'm say. I'm going to go with pig, please, John. Pig, pig. <laughs> this pretty squeaky. Investigation number 201-041-324. On February 20th, 2003, a crew was cleaning out a... <laughs> A crew was cleaning out a 650-foot pipeline using a pig. The first set of pigs... <laughs> what kind of pig? Now, you know, yeah. wait a minute. They a blue said javelina? Using a pig. A blue javelina? Using a pig, and then they say the first set of pigs. So we got a bunch of piglets, evidently. Anyway, the first set of pigs were put into the launcher and sent <laughs> through the pipeline <laughs> with no problems. So you put a pig in a launcher? I, I, I think I need a clarification on what a pig is. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll understand when you hear it in context. All right. Maybe you won't. A second set of three six-inch pigs were placed in the launcher. The flange was secured by tightening six metal nuts to the bolts of the cover, and then compressed air was applied. 
Pig number one moved to the end of the launcher and into the pipeline. Employee number one walked over to the launcher to assist the foreman. After several minutes, the compressed air was bled off and the cover opened. The foreman pushed pig number two and pig number three into the end of the launcher using a rod. <laughs> Again, secured the cover and applied compressed air. Pig number two moved to the end of the launcher and into the pipeline. Again, several minutes passed. The compressed air was bled off and the foreman and employee number one removed the nuts from the cover. The foreman opened and moved the cover to the left side of the launcher, but before the foreman could use the rod to push pig number three to the end of the launcher, employee number one looked into the launcher to oh, see Jesus. where pig number three was. <laughs> Coming right at you. <laughs> <laughs> pig 3D. Employee number one backed away from the opening an estimated four to six feet, bent down, put his left hand up to shield his eyes from the sun, and looked into the... Looked the into pearly the, gates. Log, yeah, looked, <laughs> looked right into the old fucking Mondo Biondo. Employee number two, who was standing three to four feet in behind employee number one, also looked into the launcher. Pick it's number three... Pig number three shot backwards out of the launcher at the speed of sound, striking employee number one in the face and left forearm, and then struck employee number two in the right arm. Employee number one was hospitalized with fractures to his face and left wrist. Employee number two did not require any medical treatment, but still smells like bacon. Ping, ping. <laughs> so a pig, you know what a pig is, right? Oh, you don't know what a pig is. No. Okay, so in a pipeline, occasionally goop and glop and shit builds up. Right, yeah. So they put these things called pigs, that it's basically like a uh, free-floating Q-tip. They wedge this thing in there that's the same diameter as the pipe, and they push it through with compressed air, and that pushes all the crust and scrapes all the sides of the pipe off, and then it goes to the other end of the ball launcher where there's a launch re or ball retriever, and now they got a clean pipeline. So now they can use okay. maximum allowable pressure and get full flow. But if it's like a Q-tip, how the fuck do you... Well, it's more it's more like a butt plug. So or, silicone. No, no, let's an earplug. It's kind of like a big earplug. So foam? No, it's not foam. It's big. <laughs> okay. Keep it moving. And I, I, I still don't get it. Let's just I think I'm lost, but yeah. I think it's just something they shove down a line to clean it out. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. What did I not make sense about? How was that not clear? Clear I, as mud. Go ahead, please. I just want to know what the material is. Oh, he wants to know what the pigs made well, of. Well, they got dumb pigs and smart pigs. The smart pigs are usually a kind of a device that has sensors and shit in it that measures the walls for thickness. It's an ultrasonic sensor, and I can tell if they've got a problem where they're going to break through. I just want to know what's made out corrosion. of. I think the dumb pigs are made out of some kind of big rubber. All right. That's all you need. It's like know. a big, gigantic pipeline plate dildonics type mission they send her on there. That's all I needed to know. Yep, never look up a pig. Initial penalty was $3,500. Current penalty, was it reduced or did it remain at $3,500? Remain. I'm sorry, that's the wrong answer. Rand? Yeah. The current penalty was reduced from 3500 Was the current penalty 2100 or one thousand two hundred dollars. Two thousand one hundred. Very nice. And you, my son, I mean my friend, go to the head of the class. I have to get head in front of class. Hold the book. Just hold the book. Rand. Yes, sir. 
remaining categories. Fat, gross, lazy, and sweaty. Let's go with Sounds sweaty. like one of my Tinder dates. <laughs> what was its pronoun? Didn't care. <laughs> Did you have to get another omelet? <laughs> and this portion of the show, sponsored by our dear friends at Bud Light. Thank you. <laughs> Don't mention it, Buttercup. What did you pick? Sweaty. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. sweaty. All right. Investigation number 20253 Say that three times fast. Nope. Tor Torrance, California. At 2 o'clock p.m. on June 19th, 2013. That's my daddy's birthday and my wedding anniversary. Wow. I think that's the time. Employee number one of Platinum Roofing, Inc. was working as part of a roofing crew at a 17-story hotel. That morning, the crew had applied the first coat of waterproofing material to the roof of an elevator penthouse. So rubber. Yeah. Phil Swift kind of shit. And they made a rowboat out of a screen door. The elevator penthouse rose 25 feet from the hotel roof. Employee number one was climbing a fixed ladder to check whether that first coat was dry and ready for a second coat. When he was approximately five to six feet up the ladder, he slipped and fell. He hit a small can of paint at the bottom of the ladder <laughs> oh. and then landed on the roof floor. I've never heard the term roof floor before. No. There were no witnesses to his fall. Employee number one's crewmates immediately transported him to Torrance Memorial Hospital. Wasn't that other one in Torrance? I don't know. All right. They all kind of blend together. Yeah, at this point. I was going to say. Yeah. He was kept Some fucking place in California, I guarantee it. <laughs> he was kept overnight at the hospital for observation of his swollen left ankle. Employee number one denied... Did observe his left ankle? Yeah, they observed wow. his swollen I mean, left that's... ankle. I think he's milking it. Well, employee number one eventually denied treatment at Torrance Medical... I mean, Torrance Memorial Hospital, and requested transfer to the hospital in his hometown. He was released from Torrance Memorial Hospital on June 20th, 2013. Employee number one's family transported him to Valley Medical Center in Santa Cruz on June 21st, 2013, <laughs> where he was examined and released the same day. On July 12th, 2013, employee number one returned to Valley Medical Center, where he underwent outpatient surgery for his fractured left ankle and then was released. Employee number one's fall was reported to Cal OSHA by the employer superintendent at 1.20 p.m. on June 20th, 2013. Subsequent intubate. <laughs> subsequent intubate. The subsequent. <laughs> wow, are you bored? <laughs> the subsequent investigation report indicated that employee number one's sweaty hands or wet shoes may have contributed to his fall from the ladder. I'm interested to know how he landed on that paint can and where that went. Probably landed on a, on his ankle. <laughs> it's like foot right in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't tell it was broken. They already thought it had a cast on it because of the white paint. The neighbors upstairs are restless. Yeah, it happens. I got bad news for you, um, Rand. No fines, no penalties. That's not fair. Wah, wah, wah. Mr. Munch and Herbush, the second Esquire, it is now your turn. Your, your turn. turn. Your turn to choose a category. It's your turn for the butter, sir. I am going to go with uh, you want to hear 
Oh, gross. God, he remembered. He had fat, gross, and lazy to pick from, and he picked gross. He's evolving. Selena, Texas. Dodged a bullet there. That's a couple states away from California. Investigation number 2-double-lot-78267-goose-egg. On January 31, 2003, employee number one was working on a valve at the cooling water tower. The cooling water? There's only one? <laughs> There's only one in Texas. Jesus Christ. A co-worker walking past the site noticed that employee number one was slumped over the valve. The co-worker removed employee good. number one with the assistance of others from the work area. It's better than last seen, though. Laid him down and summoned emergency medical services. Employee number one was unresponsive. Oh, here we go. The area where the fatality occurred Ooh. was subsequently reviewed by company personnel, and it was determined that there were no hazardous chemicals in the area, and nothing had fallen onto the victim. Later that afternoon, a co-worker received an electrical shock when he started to work on the same valve as employee number one. Oh, shit. How do you like that job? Like, the dude just fucking yeah. kicked off. Okay, your turn, fucker. What? <laughs> Batter up. Based on this second shock, electrocution became a suspected cause of death for employee number one. The employer closed down operations at the facility and hired electrical engineering consultants to diagnose and correct the source of the electrical shocks. A burned-out wire wrap in an electrical box and an ungrounded electrical motor in a wet environment were identified and corrected on the days following the incident. Gross examination of employee number one by the medical examiner did not indicate electrocution. <laughs> the medical examiner found no evidence of electrical contact on feet, legs, arms, hands, or any other part of the skin. No natural causes of death were detected. So he just fucking up and quit living. Yeah. Well, it wasn't natural. It was supernatural. Based on the subsequent electrical shocks received by the co-worker, the medical examiner concluded that employee number one died as a result of electrocution. That's why they just kind of shrug and go, yeah, it must have been it. They don't, pay, they don't pay me enough to care. Is the initial penalty, Munchen, an Listen. even number or an odd number? Odd. It's an even number, $9,000 even. Okay, but 9,000 is an odd number. No, 9 is an odd number. 9,000 is an even number. I think it's an odd number. Well, you're a fucking odd son of a bitch. I'll give you that. Everything looks odd to you. Rand? Hey, you just because he's colorblind doesn't mean it all looks odd. You get your chance to get that uh, little granule fentanyl if you get this right. Oh. What's the current penalty? $3,600 or $6,300? $6,300. Nice work. Don't take it all at once. And you get to pick the next category. So you got fat or lazy. <laughs> Munch and Herbush. Yeah. Fat or lazy? Technically, it's Rand. Oh, Rand's turn. No, he got it wrong. Oh, he did get it right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rand. I won the fentanyl and all. You won the fentanyl and all? Yeah, I remember. Let's go with uh, lazy. Lazy. Sorry to get your hopes up, Munchin. <laughs> Alta Loma, California. Investigation number 20118528. At 7.30 a.m. on September 20th, 2004, employee number one, a grade... Wait a minute. A grade checker was involved in an over-excavation of a pad for the eventual construction of a fast food restaurant. Is a grade grade checker just a teacher? 
I don't know. That's a good question. The employer of employee number one, licensed as a general engineering contractor, was directing workers of a heavy equipment rental company. Employee number one was acting as a grade checker, no shit, and entered into the excavation approximately 1.5 feet deep and established eye-to-eye contact with a heavy equipment operator. Who then proceeded to run his ass over. <laughs> the operator was digging out the southwest corner of the pad with his 824 Caterpillar. Employee number one was using a peep sight to measure grade. Employee number one was struck by the tire of a 140G blade motor grader Caterpillar 140G blade motor grader model 140GZ serial number 7V. 72V12017. Running, running out of breath. Wheel 175. 25L 2 from behind. <laughs> After it made a vertical cut along the south edge of the pad and turned northwest from the cut, the operator of the motor grader said he did not see employee number one inside the pad and believed he was on natural ground in the corner. The other equipment operator stated employee number one was also hit by the right front tire. Employee number one said he thought the motor grader was at a stockpile north of him and said he was struck by the left front tire. Well, he's obviously fucked up. Yeah. You don't know what's happening. Employee number one was wearing... Employee number one was wearing a dark shirt and tan pants and was not wearing flagging garments or equivalent as required for flaggers. No high reflective. He's not a flagger. He's a fucking grade checker. Still should have that high reflective. Uh, I, think he, I think he gets off on a technicality. The motor grade operator indicated that he has a lazy eye, but said his <laughs> vision is good. Jesus. <laughs> employee, number one received, <laughs> employee number one received a fractured pelvis, right and left ankle, a L5 bulging disc, I think it should be an L5 bulging disc, and tissue and nerve damage on the right hip and back. So this happened in California, right? Yep. Are you sure it wasn't Texas with the uh, lazy eye? I don't get it. People in Texas are fucking idiots. Oh my God. <laughs> Employee number one was hospitalized. Okay. Sounds like for a while. Yep. Got all barked up. Was he hospitalized as long as the uh, other guy with the fucked up ankle? I don't know. And what would be funny is they have the guy, lazy eye guy, using the peep sight. Yeah. And have him be the motor grader. <laughs> then they'd end up at the fucking amusement park instead of a restaurant, right? Yeah. The playland would be a whole lot funner. I have a lazy sphincter. Enough. What's the matter? You don't yeah. like poop? Nope. All right. Initial penalty. Whose turn is this? Rand. Rand. Was the initial penalty more or less than $700? Less. Very good. The initial penalty was $695. Was the current penalty more or less than $199? More. Very good. The current penalty, $200. Daddy set you up a little t-ball there to smack out of the park. (laughs) All right, Rand, are you ready? You get to pick the final category. Can I go with pig again? No, you can't go with pig again. Stop looking at him. Fuck you. So it's fat? He must be looking at you then. Oh, yeah. The remaining category is fat. He's looking at me. Okay. Walmart. Rally. <laughs> There's a shocker. Rally, North Carolina. <laughs> Investigation number 2003. Oh, oh, which Walmart and rally there? Because is it the good Walmart or is it the bad Walmart? Or is, or is it, it the, the almost okay Walmart? Or the other bad Walmart? 
On February 4th, 2005, employee number one of Walmart store 5046. Well, that's a bad one. Was one of the evening shift deli employees. Now, I've done some pretty sketchy shit in my day. No, um, I've never I, eaten at a fucking Walmart. Yeah, no. uh, I, I made coffee in a pot that had mold in it this morning and just rinsed it out. But I've never eaten in a goddamn Walmart delicatessen. I didn't even know they had delicatessens. I didn't either. And the evening shift, no less. Isn't isn't deli food kind of a lunch thing? Like you punch out at noon and go get a fucking pastrami sandwich and go back to work? I don't know. Huh. Anyway, employee number one was emptying the used cooking oil from the deep fat fryer. According to other employees, the deli manager recommended that the employees use a plastic 30-gallon trash can on wheels instead of the designated cast iron caddy for this purpose. Oh, God. You know it burned right through that, bitch. Melting oil in a plastic bucket. Nice. During a second trip to the used oil holding tank at the back of the store... So it worked once. Yeah. (laughs) The trash can collapsed. Possibly when the wheels hit a floor drain. The hot cooking oil spilled out, and employee number one who was transporting the oil fell down and into the oil. He sustained burns to his arms and hands and received a slight splash of oil on his face and neck. The local EMS was called. A helicopter transported employee number one to the North Carolina J.C. Burn Center at the University of North Carolina, where employee number one was hospitalized overnight. Jesus. Burns suck. Yeah, that's not good. There's nothing funny about that. Fuck a Walmart deli. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Initial penalty was $688. Was the penalty reduced or did it remain $688? Remain. All right. uh, Congratulations, Munchin. Was the current penalty $380 or $375? I guess I'm taking the fentanyl. You already gave it to me, fuck. All right. You didn't get it back. You already took it. Phew. God, that was a whirlwind of doom, death, and destruction. And don't forget to ask Toe Suckin' Todd to get the employee number one discount at checkout. At Walmart? No. At uh, Wooden Chest Laboratories in the Walmart parking lot behind the USA Gasoline in beautiful downtown Carlsbad, New Mexico. So I'm sorry I asked. You ever notice that everybody that speaks English calls it fentanyl, but politicians call it fentanyl? No. Because they can't fucking read. Anyway, last words for anybody? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. You good? I got nothing. All right. Thanks for joining us for Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. I'm John Donson, and we've been playing with Randover and Munchin Herbush. You guys want to play with each other? No, thanks. Just keep playing with hard yourself. Hard pass, hard pass. So stay tuned for the after show. Ooh, for the Patreon exclusive. Yes, sir. You know, we were up to seven patrons last yeah. week. Yeah. Now we're back down to six. Got that. I, I still have her fucking coffee mug in the car. We should just go out and nab it. Yeah, we need, we need to give it to Scars Rodriguez. Thanks you, Scars Rodriguez, for joining us on Patreon. Our new patron, Mr. Scars Rodriguez. That's a pretty good name. I wonder if he yeah. could be on the show one time. If he's close, why not? Well, he doesn't have to be close. You can pay for a Zoom call, can't you? No. Oh, all right. Not on this fucking podcast salary. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you're helping us out by supporting the show beyond a rating and a review... Stay tuned for the Patreon exclusive. If not, 
That's pretty good, huh? No. I'm drinking all this Bud Light. I'm transforming into a trumpet. He's a strumpet. I think a tuba is more like it than a trumpet. Tuba cock? <laughs> Fuck. I was thinking more French horn. French kiss, French horn. All right. Good night, guys. Ah!